Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello and welcome back to OK Sis. My name is Mads. Hey, hey, I'm Scout. Whoa, I've never said hey, hey before. (laughs) You know what? Hey, hey. (laughs) Tried it on, didn't like it. I'm Scout and I am the older sister of Mads and the OK Sis podcast. This is a podcast. Okay. (laughs) You know what? Mads is, you are incredible at serving basic facts facts in the intro. I woke up and chose facts. Is that a TikTok trend? Yeah. Do you feel like out of the zeitgeist, like... Like, do you not, do you feel like, oh, I don't know what's going on in the world? No, I just feel a very large delineation between my generation and the Gen Z generation. I just feel very millennial. Okay. I feel, no, I don't, you know what? I was thinking about that the other day because you know so much more than me. I know. Although I do know, so I do know a good amount, no. but you know a lot more than me. And to be honest, I think I'm a happier person because of it. Like, I don't think that knowing all this stuff is going to benefit personally me in any fucking way possible. See, you know what? Like I feel like a lost individual without knowing all this dumb information in my brain. You should try it out and see how I don't, I, No, I don't think, I don't think I'll like it. I need to know what is happening and I want, But I then am, you think about it, like how many influencers and celebrities are there? There's no way to know everything. So you just choose the communities that you know about. Sure, that's fine. But I love pop culture. I love being in the know. I know the cultural moments. I know the things and I know the TikTok sounds. No, I don't know the TikTok sounds. And I'm not really in a situation where anyone talks to me about TikTok sounds except you. I mean, my team's young and they don't even fucking bring TikTok sounds to work. They were talking to me in TikTok sounds. They both told me that I was on their for you page this morning. That means that my TikTok strategy is working. You know what? Actually, yeah, they tell me that you're on their For You page quite often. Do you know what For You page is? Yes, it is. When you open TikTok, it's the home page. It's it's not the feed like on Instagram, which is where you follow people. Your For You page is some people you follow and some people you don't. Very good, Scout. Number one lesson. Yeah, number one lesson. (laughs) Number one lesson. Hashtag FYP. Yeah, but we don't do that anymore. (gasps) I think I did it the other day. Oh, Jesus (laughs) No, we don't do that anymore. Okay, this episode. Oh, baby. Maddie. I'm a changed woman. Maddie found herself. I found myself. She got the permission she needed to be her truthful, authentic, expressed, unique, customized self. And there's a priority of ease there. A priority Which is very, it's a shock. It's going to be a shock to most of the people listening. But like. Wasn't a shock to me. It wasn't a shock to me either, but it's going to be a shock to people listening that I like, I like ease. Yes. Wonderful. Um, that you like ease. <laughs> that you want to be in, yeah, uh, in be. it's complicated movie going oh, to the bakery, to the house. I mean, ease. look at my outfit right now. I'm blending it with the chair. Yeah. Like I'm becoming one with this. See, this, this is, white this is what buckle, I said on buckle, the buckle, buckle chair. This is what I said I on like an earlier episode that you wear blue jeans and like a neutral it's top. On, it's on a t-shirt. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a sweater. I, I said top. I, I No, I you said t-shirt. But then I said top. Okay. I do wear neutral tops. And blue jeans. So these blue and jeans. And fucking Birkenstocks. Well, the, okay. The Birkenstocks we always knew. I'm just saying. Okay. But the, the blue jeans. So these blue jeans are very particular because they're big as fuck. I got them like five sizes too big because that way it can mimic the feeling of wearing sweatpants. 
Yes, those are the jeans that I have. I call them my luteal phase jeans. And I, but I wear them in all phases. I know I wear mine all phases, but during the luteal phase, phases. I know they won't, they won't, you know, they, they'll do me right. Oh. Okay, sisters. Today we have an episode with Erin Claire Jones. She reads our human design charts, which was. I am fucking obsessed with human design. You will see in this episode how illuminating, how on point, how practical human design is for everybody. She gives us a discount code to her blueprint site, which is OKSIS. We will leave all that information in the show notes so you can easily get your own 55, I think she said, page blueprint of your human design. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Uh, Just a little side note is that we recorded the recap after this episode. We decided to post it publicly and not in our Patreon. But if you are craving more exclusive bonus content from us, you can go to Patreon. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast. There we release at least two new bonus episodes a month along with some fun fun uh, little memorabilia okay yeah. memorabilia okay, like memorabilia. The, the tjr email that scout wrote yeah and probably maddie will upload horrendous videos of me who knows oh, what's gonna that's happen a good idea thank you for the content idea shouldn't have we'll, said it we'll put it on the cal so we'll see you on patreon but you get to enjoy our recap after this one thank you so much erin for coming on and sisters enjoy our human design readings love you All right. We are so happy to have you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be amazing because I have definitely had human design chart readings before. Human design is the one thing that I felt most attached to. I felt as if it really, really gave me the most accurate picture of myself out of all the kind of chart readings. So I'm really excited to introduce this to Maddie, to the sisterhood, because Maddie's never had her human design chart read so that everyone can seriously understand the magic of what this is. So Erin, you start, give us a little background on what human design is for any of the sisters out there who have never heard of this. Of course. So human design is a system based on your time, date, and place of birth that reveals how you're uniquely wired to operate. It's not predictive in any way. It more lets you know, like, what's your operating system? How do you make decisions? How do you best relate to each other? How do you best partner or parent or build a business? And I think more than anything else, it just gives us permission to be ourselves and it gives us a roadmap to that, you know? And so I think human design really reminds us how different we each are. And I think in doing so, it brings us so much closer together because we stop expecting others to be the same. Mm. Oh yes. I love, I love the operating system analogy. Like it's just so, it's so useful to know this about yourself because there's an awareness that comes with every interaction. It helps you to plan better. It helps you to just navigate your life. So I am. You're saying that now, and you don't even fucking know what's about to oh, hit you. Oh, I don't even. You're fucking saying know. it now, like you know. You know. You don't know anything. I don't yet. Know. You don't know anything. I don't yet. know anything. That's why okay. Aaron's here. Okay, go, Aaron. Do your magic. Okay, so you guys want to hear about you? Yes. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> um, okay. So y'all have pretty different designs, which is really fun. (laughs) Go figure. So, but a very, very compatible ones, you know? And I think that I, my sister also has a very different design than me. And it was like the most relieving thing to understand because I was like, you're different. Oh my God. I've been trying so hard to make you like me, you know? So it's really nice to kind of learn how different you are. So I'll go back and forth. I'm going to start with you, Scout. So Scout, you are a generator in human design. And it basically means that you have all this beautiful energy to just like build and create and make things happen. And what gives you satisfaction is to feel like you've used up your energy throughout the day in ways that really light you up. 
you know? And so a big lesson for you is boundaries, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And secondly, around prioritizing your excitement. Like when you're lit up and excited by what you're doing, it like spills over and gives everyone energy, Maddie, like literally anyone around you. And so one of the ways Maddie that you can best support scout is like prioritizing her excitement, her enthusiasm, her joy. And know that it gives like, it really is so beneficial for everyone. So scout any questions on kind of that natural doing piece. Is that a thing that you feel like you resonate with? That's a thing that I very, very much resonate with. And it's, I think a little bit, I don't know if it's shocking or jarring to people who don't know me in my, in the business world, because I am such a tired person, technically, like (laughs) people view me as a, as a tired, chill, relaxed person, but internally I'm a generator. Like I'm doing, I'm excited. I, I want to do 10 things and then I'm like, whoa, I can't do 10 things. So it's very much, but I would say me. Yeah. But I would say you also are so good at celebrating little and big wins. I mean, specifically little wins. That's something that I, am inspired by you for. So like you saying that when she is celebratory and excited about things, like it does rub off on and inspire others to kind of be like, oh shit, like I want to get excited about that little of a thing. (laughs) And like she celebrates life to a, to a degree that I wish I could. Yes. No. And and it's so like magnetic, Mm -hmm. you know, and it really kind of pulls more to, to her. So actually one more piece I'll share about you scout. And then we'll move over to Maddie for a second is that your strategy in human design is all around magnetism. Mm. Like you're somebody who's not meant to like sit at home and be like, what is the next thing that I'm going to make happen? It's like, you're meant to be doing what you love and just keeping your awareness open. And like when someone or something shows up in your world that excites you, you're meant to like go after that thing. And so you're basically waiting for your gut to just like light up in response to a thing before you make it happen. And never because you think you should like with the work that you do is like, I should reach out to this person because they would be good. It's more like, no, I'm so lit up by them. I must talk to them. Like I have so much energy for it. And so one of the ways that Maddie, you can best support scout is giving her things to respond to. Like she's not always meant to like come up with things out of thin air. And so like as simple as planning a dinner, I would ask out, like, do you want to go out or cook at home? Like, do you want this restaurant or this? Like if you give her specific options, scout, you might find that it drops you like immediately into your truth and you're like, yes or no. Mm -hmm. So how does that feel to you? Yeah. I mean, we posted in our Patreon, the email I wrote to Taylor Jenkins Reid because I read her book and was so fucking insanely passionate about her book that I wrote her a novel. Like I wrote her a novel pleading her to come on the podcast. I got a shitty response from her assistant, but like that excitement and then passion into it is exactly, like, I don't think of things I should do. I feel my solar plexus chakra light up and then that's where I know to go next. Totally. And you might not know where it's going to take you or why. And the work is to just be like, it's taking me in a direction and I'm just trusting it. Yeah. Very much me. Beautiful. Okay. So Maddie, you are a projector in human design. Oh, Oh, wait, that makes, wow. I was trying to figure out who she was. What was your guess? Oh no. So, okay. Yes. And, and, and everyone, this is obviously Maddie's first time hearing yeah. it. So you're getting like these very real time reactions. I think that Maddie, like you've got really powerful energy in your design, but you're not really here to be a doer. Like you're not really here to like go, go, go all day long. And we live in a world of a lot of doers. And so often as projectors, we just try to keep up. I would say that for you, your energy ebbs and flows. Like you might have bursts of like efficacy and making things happen and then like need a rest. And so like, I think like building rest and space and ease into your days will only make you better what you do. And you are such a gifted like leader and guide and manager. You're so innately wise and intuitive about around people. 
And so it's kind of nice to be in positions where you feel really valued for that. You know, like you're so good at like asking the right questions and kind of seeing people deeply. So before I keep going, how does that feel to you? Okay, so that definitely, that feels great. It feels annoying, yeah. but it feels great. <laughs> Because I definitely, I think I, exactly what Scout said, I've been coming up to a lot of obstacles in terms of business specifically where I am like, wait, I don't feel like the archetype of an entrepreneur. I don't feel like the archetype of a business person, like who's like in spreadsheets and working a, a full, like crazy day and like working 24 hours. Like that just doesn't feel like I get really worried that I'm doing something wrong because I don't look that way. And then I'm like, yeah. oh my God, am I not productive? Am I not a hard worker? Am I lazy? And so I kind of get in these spirals and then, so that is really interesting because it, that definitely feels like me. I I'm trying to come to terms with, which is really difficult that, yeah, like I might be more of the like vision person. I might be this more creative and overarching goal type of person. Although I really, really would love to be a doer. It's yeah, it's an interesting thing. And I definitely think the leader for sure. And the community builder, that is like things I gravitate towards when I, when yeah. I'm, when I'm not, you know, in my free time, like those are things that really light me up, but yeah, the, the minutia and like operational things drive me insane. And so it's just tricky because I, I would really love to hear, maybe we'll get into this is like how projectors are with work because for me, they work less hours. Like I yeah. can, I can go for 12 hours a day. No, Easy. No I problem. I can't. And I feel bad about that. I can't. Well, there's a lot of guilt around yeah. it, you know, and I think that like, I think what I would say is that like projectors are really here to show the world a new way of success. And it's oh, one that's wow. not based on hustle or burnout. It's very much one that's based on like ease and space and support. Oh, and so like what I would say is like building a business as a projector, which like I so recommend is that like I would just like really hone in on the aspect of the business where you offer the most value. And maybe that's gathering people, maybe that's carrying the vision and then like eventually bring on support for the rest, That's so you know, true. and not. Yeah try to do it all on your own. And like, it's not about like not being able to make things happen, but like ebbing and flowing, you know, and I just imagine like the more you allow rest in your days, the more effective you'll be, Yeah, you know? And so it's kind of giving yourself permission to work differently. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. 
While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I think society prefers generators. I think that's why the shame comes from, from a projector because I think just as a society, we value hustle, we value output. And so, you know, I have every time I manifest and every time I think about what my dream life is, basically, it's like literally moving through the day with ease and not feeling judgment around it, which is so interesting because I am like a fiery, loud, annoying person. So it's so interesting that I would want my days to be filled with like just complete peace of mind. I always ask Scout, I'm like, because my brain is just, it's so, it's so full. Cause I think I'm trying to be someone I'm not. And all I'm trying to achieve is just this like ease, but then that's not really like what society tells us is like the right way to do business. Right. 
Right. And like, there is a really fiery energy. So mm-hmm. like, I so see that, like, you've got such an empowering energy. Like when you're around people, everyone's like, I can do anything, you yeah. know? And at the same time, it's like that rest and space and ease in your days will be transformative. And so like my recommendation is to just try it on. Like I found the more that I've allowed that, the better I am at what I do, so you know? And so much of the journey that you're on is like, your gift is not how much you can do and how hard you can work. It's like how powerful you see, you know? And so like, and, and just like what a gift your perspective is. And so your strategy in human design is around waiting to be invited into things and waiting to be recognized. And so basically what that means is that like, I would invest your energy in the places where you feel like people really see you and recognize you and value you. And I would not try to be understood by people that are not ready for you. You know, I see the invitation as a tool to conserve our energy as projectors and like, let us know who wants to work with us, who's ready for us. And like, just like not force it on people that are not because our energy is intense. And if people are not ready, it's just not going to land. And so I would consider ways to just like, where you already consider places where you already feel invited in and invest more energy there. And I think where is scout, you can support Maddie is recognizing her inviting in her perspective, like letting her know all the things that you see, you know, as a way to kind of cultivate that. How does that feel Maddie? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. I think, you know, right now I'm, I'm building a tech company and it's like very serious quote unquote business, I guess. And I'm going into like very serious realms of business, I should say, where I'm hiring someone, I am going to raise money and I get, you know, when we started the podcast, it's a weird like dichotomy because sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck it. Like, you know, if they can't see me for my full like 360 self, like then I don't want to work with them. But then I, you know, the other day we had an interview with, with someone and he was like, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, oh no. I was like, oh my God. Do you know how many clients tell me that? And, and I'm just I'm like, like, oh, what, which, which podcast did you listen to? Cause I need to know. But it's definitely this like yeah acceptance, this like fullness of myself. And I just need to remind myself, like people are going to come into my life that are supposed to be here. And if they have a problem with that, I talk about sex on my podcast, like, I'm sorry, that's like part of me. And uh, yes, I have a business and I can be both. So I think that plays into it for sure. Yeah. And it's like letting yourself be seen, you know, because you want that right people to be like, I actually really see you. And I see like, not everything, but I see like all parts of you, you know? So you guys are very different when it comes to decision-making. And so for you, Scout, you're like, you've got a very strong gut feeling. And I would really encourage you to trust that in all your small decisions, but for the bigger decisions, like I would say with new clients or like moving somewhere or relationships or like I would really not jump into anything like for you. Clarity comes with time. And I wouldn't recommend like giving yourself indefinite time, but I would like give yourself a day or two or three and make sure that your excitement sustains. Like I would say the right decisions for you are the ones that you love over time, not the ones you love in the moment. So I'm curious how that feels because I know that you move fast and do a lot. Like how does that pause before you jump in feel? Uh, so yes, that is very much me. And I, I feel as if I do that a lot, I get very, very excited about things and then I immediately put them into motion. And then a couple, like a week later or a couple days later, I realize that maybe that isn't the perfect thing for me to do at this moment. And so what I try to do, because I just, it's kind of like a curse in the sense that I just have so much energy inside of me to create and do things and build because I'm a generator that I need to put that energy somewhere. And so for me, it's been about learning, okay, is this like a generator? I just need to get some energy out and like 
just build a website for fucking fun sake for a couple hours and not actually commit to anything or try a new real strategy out today just because I need to get it out of me. And then I can actually make bigger decisions based off of time. That's something that I really, really need to get better at because I've definitely committed myself to a lot of projects that in the moment feel like the best fucking idea in the world. And then once I'm in them, I'm like, why, why did I, why did I do that to myself? 100%, you know? And so like, and I know it can be annoying, but it just like time brings you clarity. And it's exactly what you said. It's like, when you jump in, it can be like a lot of uncertainty and then the energy dwindles. But when you give yourself like a beat, there's such a like cool, calm knowing that goes with you the whole time. Yeah. So it's almost always worth it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's almost almost worth it. And because I'm such a generator and I love doing, if I don't do something, I, I like feel badly that I didn't do it or I can't get out of my mind. I feel like sometimes I just have to see certain things to fruition because I don't even care what the end result really is. Like sometimes I just need to get that specific energy out and that can come with me spending a lot of money towards something that maybe like didn't need to happen. Yeah. It, you know, it's an interesting thing. I think that like, you're right that you've got to get your energy out. And like, sometimes it could just be like moving your body or it's like, I'm going to paint, like, I'm just going to like use it up today. This is so much around like the new commitments and yes. things that I'm saying yes to, yes. you know? And also it's fun for you to just be like, I build this website just for fun and not because I'm like expecting it to take me anywhere, yeah. you know? So just kind of like finding that balance. Yes. Yes. Okay. Maddie, you are meant to be a very quick decision maker. We call this splenic or tune into your intuition. It basically means that you have this like very quiet, intuitive knowing that kind of like emerges out of nowhere. And like once it comes, you're actually just meant to act on it. Of all the ways of making decisions in human design, this one is the absolute quietest. And so like it can be a little bit hard to tune into and you've got a very powerful, active mind. So I imagine it's very easy to get lost in your mind and try to rationalize basically everything. And my reminder for you is you're meant to kind of trust this quiet, intuitive knowing to guide your decisions and let your kind of very active, powerful mind be a resource of inspiration for others, you know, helping them solve problems, understand things in new ways. So you're looking at me like it feels like kind of in shock. Like, do you feel like you're, con do you feel like you're connected to your intuition? Like, does that feel like a thing that you've trusted in decision-making or do you feel very far away from that? I feel very far away from that. So that's very fascinating that you say that. And I kind of want to ask you maybe if you do have tips or, or, you know, tips to tap into that, but yes, uh, historically I am a more rational, pragmatic need to see all sides. I have loosened a bit on that from working with Scout and OK, with OKSIS podcast. I think that I brought that energy a little more into my new company, Camber, and the way that I approach things. It feels a lot more intuitive. I think I have good intuition when it comes to like people and brands or like, or trends even. That's kind of a weird thing, but it's like a cultural, yeah. like I, I'm good with like cultural intuition, yes. if that makes sense. But the actual like decision-making but I, I, for I, myself. I, really, I really think that that with you, you're, yeah, you, you, you struggle a little bit before making the decision. And I think that's not because it's not inherently in you, like Aaron is saying. I think it's because there's still that fear that yeah. you have to come through. There's still maybe not trusting yourself fully. There's yes. still that analytical mm -hmm. mind that you're leading the way. And so I can very much see it underneath and in you and that it's just not being allowed to come out because you still have that fear around 
and maybe owning that decision or whatever that is. Yeah. Because I think that you do make extremely correct decisions when you make decisions. You have a very good eye for people and all the, everything you just said. That's like one of your fortes. It, and it's like such a strong instinct, you know? And I think that like the issue is, is that like it is really quiet. So you might have the instinct and then like, if you don't act on it, you'll talk yourself out of it and never act on it. And so it feels like so much of the work is around kind of cultivating the trust in yourself, like Scout is saying, to actually just follow it without knowing where it's going to take you or why. And so like my recommendation for you is to like start in the smallest of ways, you know, like I have an instinctive hour on like what I want to do today. I'm going to follow that, you know, and just kind of like then let it like scale up to the bigger decisions as well. Mm, yeah, I think I need to I need it's, a, it's definitely a trust muscle. I need to to practice it. Yeah. And like, and often, you know, I always say human design is like equal parts, like relieving and confronting. There's often a part of it where it's just like, oh, I feel so much permission to be who I am. This is amazing. And another part is like, oh shoot, I've been ignoring that my whole life. Like, you know, and so like it's both and it's practice and it's things that like we're often have been so conditioned out of. I had a session today with a woman who was like, everything you're saying as my gift is like what I've judged as my weaknesses my entire life. Wow. You know, like we just like don't often see it that way. And I think human design reminds us like that is your gift step into it. So in terms of like kind of natural gifts, I'm going to start with you, Scout. You have a very open design, meaning that you're like super sensitive. So I would just, which I think, you know, I think that I would just say in general, like I would really encourage you to be like pretty ruthless about the people and places you're around because you take in a lot. You're somebody who's very sensitive to your space. Um, but one of the beautiful gifts that I've experienced this from you is that like you have the gift of intimacy. It means that you like really kind of penetrate into people's energy and you create this very like cozy, connected, intimate connection. And it's so amazing, but also sometimes people can misinterpret it. They're just like, should we be best friends? Should we work together? Should we date? And you're like, I'm just, I do this with everyone, you know? And so like, I think your lesson is that like, you're so good at creating that connection, but like only with time will you know if there's actually like something fruitful to be explored there. So I think that like, it's a beautiful gift that you carry. And I'd also just be really conscious of that and make sure that you're not kind of jumping into any collaborations, relationships before you give yourself a chance to feel into whether they're correct for you. Yes, I definitely, yeah, <laughs> I am definitely a sensitive emotional being as we all outwardly know, but the intimacy part is something that human design actually helped me confirm in myself that I just have, I can go to a party and sit with a stranger and it's just like, boom, that person and me and it's, it's intense and it's, it's strong and it's, it's emotional. And then I could leave and be like, okay, I'm keeping, you know, I'm going on. And, and for them, that was a, an experience. But for me, that's a Saturday night. I just, I have a level of, um, I don't know what it is with other people, but I have a level of creating vulnerability and intimacy around other people. And you're right that it's a strange thing because vulnerability and intimacy, I think should be rare. And I've always wondered why it's not rare with me and why I give so much of my intimacy and vulnerability away, but it's just because that's who I am. It's you, but it's such a, that's such a beautiful reflection because you can start to see why people are like, this is amazing. I'm going to hold on to it. And you're like, I create this with a lot of people, you know, so just like having that awareness. Yeah. Okay. So for you, Maddie, there are a couple here. Let's see. One of you have what we call the gift of spontaneity, which basically means that you have the gift of like seeing into the core of things like quicker than most people. And just like offering these very like penetrating intuitive insights. It's like such a cool gift, but like not everyone is ready to hear what you see. And so I think for you, it's like not because you like, just because you see something doesn't mean it's ready. People are ready to hear it. So I would always pay attention to kind of the receptivity of your audience and make sure they're kind of ready and they're available for your wisdom to land. And also know that just because you can see things so quickly doesn't mean others can. Mm, 
That's fascinating because the the other day on a previous episode, we were talking about how I struggle a bit with feeling like I do have wisdom. I think that kind of touches into the, the mistrust of myself and my opinions and just letting myself really believe in, in the, yeah, the wisdom and seeing what I, yeah, what I see. So that's fascinating that that's a gift of mine. Cause I honestly sometimes, yeah, sometimes feel like I don't even, don't even have that. So that's interesting. And there's like another gift, which is like two different channels, which is so much around the fact that like, you're here to bring all these like freaky, new, weird, genius ideas into the world, you know? That makes sense. And that like, sense. <laughs> and, and, and I think that like, and not in like non-linear ways, like you might not know how you know what you know, you just know it. And so it really is about trusting yourself. But again, it's about knowing that not everyone is ready to like hear them or be part of it. And so kind of like guarding your knowings until the time is right. Oh my gosh. Can you tell us what what's it called when you're out of alignment as a... I think mine's frustration. Oh, right. Yes. So we all have kind of signals that reveal whether we're in alignment or out of alignment, and we'll probably bounce between the two for a lot of our lives. But to be in alignment for you, Scout, is to feel deeply satisfied, to kind of go to bed. Like my new favorite phrase my friend Amber shared is called delightfully spent. It's like you go to bed and you're like, I just feel like so delightfully spent and satisfied by the way that I expended my energy today. And if like working with people or on projects is really satisfying, it's a great signal. It's right for you. To be off track, it's frustrated, resentful, dissatisfied, you're chasing after things, it's not happening, not enjoying the work that you do. So if frustration ever comes up in a consistent way, my reminder for you is it either means it's time to leave that thing or like something needs to shift to make it right. You know, so I kind of pull your energy out and kind of wait to be pulled back in. Mm, Yeah, frustration. I definitely get extremely frustrated. And then instead of the word satisfied, for me, the word fulfilled is like the thing that that resonates with me. Yeah. But when I get frustrated, I get very frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. And it's often just like a signal that like a course correction is needed, you know? And so then for you, Maddie, to be on track is to feel success. And again, we define these things in our own ways, but it can be like financial success, but also just like, I feel so recognized and appreciated and valued for my insights and the work that I do. And to be off track for you is bitterness. And like, that could be, you know, feeling like you have so much to share, but you haven't found the right way to share it or people aren't ready. Or like, you're trying to build a business in a way that's not working for you, whatever it is. And I think that like, to feel bitter is to be reminded that like something needs to shift in that part of your life, whether it's stepping away entirely or like having a conversation to see if you still feel invited in. Wow. Yeah. The success is a huge one because I've struggled with success and what that means and also defining it on my own terms. Scout even gave me like an affirmation that I should say every day where where it's like, I am successful now just so that I can just get it in my brain that like what I'm doing right now is considered successful, but it's like, I can't, I'm not yet seeing it that way. So that's very fascinating. And I, I do, or it resonates with me a lot. The, the notion of recognition for a long time, I thought that was you know, superficial or like, maybe he's like, Oh no, I'm doing this for the wrong reasons. All I want is attention or I'm, I care too much about what other people think, but it really is about recognition. And it's about, that's why my love language is words of affirmation. Like I just love when people value me and see me so that the being seen is for sure. And then bitterness a hundred percent. Like, I think there is a little like turmoil when, when things are not, uh, when, yeah, when people don't see me the way that I'm trying to be portrayed or again, with the business thing, like I'm not fitting into the mold of what typical entrepreneurship should look like and like hustle culture. That's just not what I resonate with. So 
how, yeah, it becomes this like bitterness of like, this doesn't feel right to me. You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret, Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before. And we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. And then I become frustrated because hustle culture feels good to me. Yeah. And what an amazing thing to like recognize in each other Mm. of just like, oh, you're really frustrated. You're really bitter. Like, let's talk about what needs to shift here. You know, like it's just an inspiration for change. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. I, I'm like my brain, my like I knew heart you would is love fluttering. This. Yeah. This feels, I knew you would love this. This just feels really, really good. Like this feels like the right type of like reading and interpretation of myself, right? Like this just feels so great. It's also such a, a, a beautiful entry point into all this because I find mm-hmm. that human design can be seen as a deeply spiritual thing, but it also doesn't have to be woo-woo at all. At and all. so it's totally. so encompassing of, 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 it's my it's my absolute favorite. And to find out that you're a projector, like, oh, I'm going to treat you way different, dude. Oh, I'm going to treat you way differently, Thank man. You. I'm going to be like, go do yoga. Go do yoga. But also yes. do our TikTok, yeah. but definitely get in yoga. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice to just like not expect each other to be the same. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're different. How can I support you in that? Yeah, yeah. the pressure is off a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I thought she was a manifesting generator for sure, but projector actually makes a lot more sense. She's like, you're sure she's you've been trying to be, I think, a manifesting generator, but you're actually a projector. Okay. Yeah. Erin, you have the most incredible service because a lot of the times these readings, you have to pay for one-on-one, et cetera. It's difficult to read. You have to be you know, certified in it, but you have this incredible website where you can just go in and get your own human design chart read 
on your very chic, beautiful, minimalistic website. Can you tell everybody about it? Yeah, so I do do sessions, but again, I can only sit with so many people. And and I think that our primary offering and the best place to get started is something called the Blueprint, which is a 55 plus page written guide to your unique design. So it walks you through all the pieces we talked about today and so much more. Like going back to the operating manual, it's like, it's your operating manual, you know, like when you're in resistance, like read it and see what's off track. And it's my intention with everything that I do. And especially with the blueprint is to just share the information in a really practical, empowering way. So you can just like live human design and live your best life, you know, and so it's really meant to kind of be a resource manual to that. And we have a discount code is okay. Sis, a good code for you guys. Yes. yes. Perfect. The discount code is okay. Sis. And the website is humandesignblueprint.com. Amazing. And what they what do they need to know? They need to know time, date, and place of birth. Time, date, and place of birth. Beautiful. Okay, we'll put that in the show notes and we'll put it on our Instagram to make sure because this is, in my opinion, I'm gonna get my blueprint because this, in my opinion, is the single-handedly most incredible way to be yourself, to have permission, as you said earlier, to just be who you're meant to be. Hundred percent. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Oh, and where can everyone find you on Instagram, love? Because you have an amazing Instagram too. Thank you. I am Erin Claire Jones on Instagram and we just launched a new channel, Human Design Blueprint. So follow along there too. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you both. I knew you would like that one. I knew you would love it. You know, I just like got so inspired to speak about this like on TikTok and on like this is a whole new realm of myself that I think Okay, so you know how a lot of people talk about being an introvert in business or like more of the personality traits that are not as favorable. Or stereotypical. Stereotypical in business. It's like not the archetype you think of. Exactly. Like I think there can definitely be a conversation about projectors in business. And maybe there is. I'm going to do some research oh, after this. Like, Oh, there's a lot. Right. Like, this and is a whole new world that you just opened up. This is a up. whole new world I just listened, opened up because as many of you all know, sisters, like I, I've always struggled with understanding where I fit in with business because I obviously love being an entrepreneur. I love creating, I love building things, but I get really, really shameful that I'm not this like hustle, uh, uh, go full night. What is it? Take all nighter. No. Take all nighters. No. Go all night. Uh, have all nighters. <laughs> like pull all nighters. Pull all nighters. Like, take them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never been that type of person. I never was that person in school. And it's strange because I I would consider myself a hard worker, but I get really confused that I don't because I don't work as many hours that I therefore am considered not a hard worker. And then I start to get in this spiral of like, oh, then I'm lazy, then I'm this. So it's very fascinating that yes, this is the way that my makeup is. And I think when I work, it's very intentional. And you kind of spoke about this in your book a little bit where it's like something that's great about entrepreneurship is that you have the luxury and the freedom to construct your days based on your energy, based on on what you want to focus your time on. And yeah, it's this explains a lot. Now I want to know how do I use this to my full advantage? Because I think this like definitely relieves a lot of the pressure I've been feeling. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I think it's it's so interesting because even though I am a generator and I do match that 
more entrepreneurship archetype, how much have I struggled in the past year with feeling shame around how much I work and how much I want to work and how I can't stop working and how I only want to work and how I would rather just sit in a room and do work than go out and experience things. And how like that's been a narrative that I've been talking about too. And so it's crazy to me to think that even though our makeup serves us, we shame ourselves for it. Because when I found out with human design that this was actually how I'm wired, yeah, it allowed me to take a deep breath and accept that like, no, I just do better when I work more. Yeah, but w- something that is interesting is like, I feel like, I don't know, I'm feeling like a generator is like a privilege, like because that is the standard or like that is the but not necessarily look up famous projectors there's a lot of incredibly successful people who are projectors it's just about working with your energy a little bit differently and every single or every single human design type has its shadow right like it's not each one doesn't mean that you're set up for success there's so many manifesting generators there's so many projectors that are extremely successful. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just need to, you know, refresh off this reading. I need to do a little more because I, I'm very fascinated about this. I think it explains a lot. And then it also like, I don't know, it gives me a little fear because as I, as we were saying in the episode, like, I think I've tried to be a generator and again, got so mad that I wasn't one and didn't understand why it didn't feel right. And I wonder if there is a breakdown of like entrepreneurs and like are they typically generators? Maybe that's why generators are, or why entrepreneurs have this archetype of like working all night and da da da. But it's like, why, you know, why can't a projector do it their own way or, or yeah, not feel shame and also get the same amount done? That's what I'm scared about is like, does, do projectors then fall behind? No. Do they not? execute as quickly? No, because I believe that success comes when you are in your zone of genius. Mm. And so there's a lot of people who work 12 hour days. And like, I always say that I can get done in one day what takes other people three. So like, if you looked at someone and you said this person put in, let's say someone put in 10 hours of output and I put in two or three, because I'm a generator, those, and maybe, and maybe they aren't supposed to be working 10 hours, I can do more and be more successful in the two to three hours than those people can be in 10 hours. And what, what I'm trying to say is just because you work harder and longer does not mean you will be more successful. successful there right. are so many people who output and output and output and output and output and get nowhere right? because they're not, not in alignment with themselves. Yeah. So it, it's not, it's not, that's why I hate hourly rates. Yeah. That's why I don't want to count my team's hours. Like barely anyone's on hours. One person is because she's an independent contractor, but like, I don't give a fuck how long it takes you. I don't give a fuck. As long if, as it's done. Yeah. As long as it's done. And as, and so that's, that's the point. That's the lie we've been told that just yeah. because, just because you output for 10 hours does not, it's not a machine. It's not like input 10 hours, output success. Sure. You sure. Know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's why Malcolm Gladwell, he's, and my boyfriend was telling me this, like he has, he got annoyed that the 10,000 hour rule that he put out in his book, I think it was outliers how that took such steam because it's like, wait, 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 like it's not just 10,000 hours. You can't just do something for 10,000 hours and then you'll be yeah, an expert. Exactly. It's like, it needs to be very intentional, focused dedication to it. It's, that was just like a, you know, a word that, you know, you put, but that's, that's, it kind of, it went 
off the rails and, and lost its meaning. But one other thing I want to discuss is like the fact that I'm not necessarily as much of an operator maybe, which scares me again, <laughs> being a, a business owner, especially being the sole business owner and like the only person that is doing the day-to-day -day operations. So I guess like- Which explains a lot. Which explains a lot, but it's like, yes, of course, I would love to outsource stuff. And I know that that's coming in my future, but like for now, if I don't, one, one, if I don't have the resources to outsource and two, like things like I literally have to do, like prepping for the raise and creating the deck and the outline of what I'm going to say and like w the story I'm going to tell. Obviously, I'm going to be doing those things, but like even just like getting started on that project gives me anxiety. I think it's because of other things too, but I guess, I guess like for things I can't outsource that are operational, like hiring. Yeah. Like outreach of hiring. Mm -hmm. I don't like doing those things. Like that's, I'm not a hiring manager. Like that's just not my forte, but I have to do them because they're going to be the ones working with me. So what do you, do you recommend anything for, for projectors who have to do daily things? Well, I, I don't think that's a projector problem. I think okay. that's a life problem. There's okay. fucking plenty I don't want to do. Oh, there okay. was moments in this agency where I did not want to fucking do that, but I sure. had to. And so sure. that's not a projector question. That's okay. a life question. No matter what we do, there's no way for our day to day to be, to be everything completely, we want. perfectly aligned with what we do. There's so many times where I, I, I don't want to do this. Like I'm really great at sales. I don't really want to do sales, but I'm really great at it. So I do it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot, or I shouldn't say that. I don't like the operational back end of the sales. Sure, the reaching out, the, the finding the person. Out, the, or the, the tracking. Schedule. My, my team makes me track in a fucking CRM system. It's driving me insane. I just like it in my head. You know what I mean? So okay. No, you need a CRM. Uh, I, you know, but I don't operate that way. I look at the CRM and it confuses me. It makes it more overwhelming, but right. I do it because we're building a business and sure, someone will take that over. So I think the message here is, you know, we have to accept that, you know, in life we have to do things that we don't want to do that aren't aligned with our thing. But how can we look at who we are? How can you now dive deep into who you are as a projector? And maybe it's like, okay, I actually should take calls between this time and this time. Or, okay, I actually need a day where I don't take calls so I can take it more easy and be in my projector mode and recharge that way. I think it's more of looking at the reality of this world and accepting that some things you just got to do to run a business and to be a citizen of this planet. And then seeing where do I have control to alter and edit and customize this? Yeah. Another thing about all this is that I've always felt confused about my personality because I am such a like fiery person and and she that said that and I was like yeah. you're fire outward you're quiet inward yeah I'm fire inward I'm quiet outward. yeah like it's it's just so fascinating because I I feel like everyone when they meet me would think I'm like the most extroverted like I'm so outgoing I'm always talking to people I am very introverted. Mm -hmm. I like to be alone and I love having, I don't like chaos. And so it's very fascinating that, that. And yet you love music festivals. I do love music festivals, but I have to be prepared for them. I have to I be mentally you. prepared. And that's why I, it was my current fixation a couple of weeks ago because like I've been preparing. So yeah, it's very, I feel a, a pull. Uh, so I wonder if there's something also mm -hmm. that I can read about projectors being loud and obnoxious. Okay, so I wonder Aaron, if that exists. Erin on her Instagram, she posts graphics and quotes like 
for this is the projector, for this is the generator, like different topics and stuff. So you should definitely dive even deeper into her content now that you know that you're a projector. And when she said you, when you, when she said you were a projector, I knew what that meant. And I was like, oh my God, this is why. So what is a manifesting generator? Why did you think that was me? So I am not the most well-versed in what they call mangens because... Mangens? Mangens. From my understanding, I'm, I'm a little bit less... I know more about projectors and generators for some reason, but manifesting generators, I believe, I should probably look it up actually, is more of generating energy, but also very quick manifestors at the same time. So I don't think they have to do an output as much as just a regular generator. Oh, because they manifest it. Yeah. So that's why I thought you were a manifesting generator because you manifest a lot and you also work a lot. But now we know that that's that's out of alignment with you. And that's exactly maybe why you've been struggling because you've been trying to fit into a manifesting generator or a generator box. Yeah. Wow. Illuminating. Oh my God. When she said you were a projector, I was like, Oh, fuck. Everything clicked for you? Everything clicked for me. Nice. It's amazing. I can't wait to send you all of the famous and successful projectors. Yeah, we need to see that. You I'm, have... I'm still a little weird. I'm like kind of annoyed that I am this way, but really? I also know really? I need to I'm, project- I'm, I'm annoyed. I got to work fucking forever to be okay. You get to be cozy in your house yeah, and successful. I also need to be and successful. Okay. <laughs> well, I still have to make money and do things. Well, projectors don't not do things. They right. just do things differently. Differently. Where me, I am like in the middle of the night plagued, waking up like, oh, I should do that and I should do this and I should do this and I should do that. And I've always been like, why does my monkey brain not shut the fuck up? That's, but that doesn't make any sense because you told me that you have peace of mind. I have peace of mind. And presence. I don't have presence, but I cannot, I'm sorry, I cannot not have something that I'm working on. Well, yeah, of course. Like going on vacation, difficult for me unplugging at the end of the day, easy, because now I figured it out. I know, I know this, I know that. I, I've, I've worked pretty hard to know how to turn it off. Like when people say retirement, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? There's no retirement for me. I will never retire. Mm. Cause I, what you want me to sit around? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like I have to, have to be working on something, not just working on something, something that lights me up, that brings me joy that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like when I am stale for a couple weeks or I'm not lit up by what I'm doing, I get very depressed and I have to figure out what to create that excites me and aligns with me. And this is why I tend to the hustle culture narrative because it's the narrative that makes me feel normal hmm. because I can't stop creating like she said she's like hey you don't have to do everything that pops into your mind yeah like take a beat like take a beat because yeah. everything that pops into my mind you get excited about i get so excited about so excited about i gotta do it i wonder what is the hustle culture for projectors like what's the mm. what's the it's the, working four to six hours a day whoa yeah that's what a projector is supposed to do four day work week you know, I, I enjoy summer Fridays. I Fridays are my like, I have now because I've seen myself go too far in the generator world. I've now learned how to balance more. Yeah. Balance more. Yeah. But like Sunday, I work for three hours in the morning or two hours in the morning every Sunday. Yeah. 
No, because I, I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I like go to my, I'm excited. What are you working on? Uh, I write my newsletter Sunday morning oh. and then I schedule out okay, says podcast. And then I just check my email real quick to make sure to know nothing fire happen or if I want to like get something done See, for like, the day. Maybe I just don't consider some things work. That's also something I, yeah. I struggle with. Like, yeah, with okay, sis, we've talked about this. I like literally all weekend I'm doing TikToks for Camber, but I don't, that's, <laughs> she, she just spilled, spilled water, water But like, for instance, I do TikToks for Camber, but I, I don't consider that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? It is. <laughs> it's very much work. See, like that. Yeah. So maybe I, 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 I don't, my whole brain is fucked up. It's like, I'm going to find you a Literally, book. it's be, if, if I'm not doing like spreadsheets, I don't think it's work. Yeah, because that's that that's sense? because you like fell, you were like in this, I got to get A plus grades and be a financial consultant. Like yep. you were unlearning whatever the fuck was imposed on you by I don't know who, because yeah. that was never my narrative. But like you very much lived in the traditional dry cut version of success all your sure. whole college career. Yeah. And so now you're unlearning that. And that's why you thrive in TikToks. That's why you thrive on a podcast because that's actually what makes you successful and who you are. Yeah. But it's, it's so strange because it doesn't feel like work to me. That's the best part. Oh. It's not supposed to always feel like work. <gasps> Whoa. If it feels like work every day, it's not great. It's not a good thing. Whoa. It's only supposed to feel like work part of the times when it's out of alignment with who you are. Yeah. Like you like talking to me. I do like talking to you. Like this doesn't feel like work, what we're doing right now. No. But this is, is this work? Yeah, man, this <gasps> is work. Okay, see like I am this, I know, this is why I think I'm unproductive and like the least working person. Cause I'm like, wait, I'm not doing spreadsheets. I don't do spreadsheets. <laughs> I outsource like my taxes, like. They were like, it's going to cost you money for us to do your bookkeeping. I'm like, do I give a fuck? Like, do it. Do I don't it. want to do it. I don't, do don't want to do it. What about budgeting? You do budgets? I do big picture budgets. Okay. That works. So here's another thing. You should read We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Yep. It will change the way you perceive outsourcing. Because mm. I'm hearing a lot of, I can't do that yet. I'm not there yet. Da, 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 da. But there are ways that are very inexpensive to take a couple hours off your month, like five hours off your mm. month of something that feels so intense and heavy and ugh and ugh, ugh, ugh. ugh. And if those five hours are taken off your plate, like obviously we, especially in the beginning of your business, you can't take it all off your plate, the stuff that doesn't align you. But if you can take five hours off something that just feels fucking terrible to you, it will lighten you up so much that you will be more aligned and able to better lead the business because you're focused on the things that you can actually contribute in a successful, you got to read this book. Mm. Okay. Anyways, wow. um, you got to get your blueprint. You're going to get your blueprint, right? I got to get the blueprint. Code OKSIS. Okay, okay, We're all going to get our blueprint shared in the Geneva Community Center. Wow, what a yeah. fruitful conversation. I'm so I happy feel, for you. I'm yeah, really happy for you. I feel you. elated. I feel so excited to have some reading to do. Some pods to listen to. I got some pods to listen to. This and is great yeah. news. This is a Mazel Tov moment. Mazel. Okay, sisters, if you liked this episode, we would be so honored if you would leave us a rating and a review. Truly, like, haven't gotten some in a while, and it would really make our day. <laughs> just, just letting you know. Just letting you know we haven't gotten any in a while. Yeah, hello. Hello. Are you there? Is it me? The, wait, I, I sound like Christina Aguilera in the phone. It's me you're I can see in your eyes. It, it sounds like I, I, these mics, I feel like I'm like in a recording. So like, I can see it in your eyes. That's 
not bringing up images of Christina. Not for me today. Really? No. Okay. No. Nope. Nope. Right. Do Shakira. Do Shakira. Whenever, wherever. That was terrible. We're meant to be together. Okay. This work. This is work. This is work. Okay, sisters, we love you, and we will catch you next episode.